fucking, you know, like, tell us all your stories from fan life. I'm like, uh, I don't know. We spent, like, the whole point of it was to get away from it all, you know? And so we spent the first several months just spending time, like, alone, you know? I mean, some of some of it we were going to California and, like, with family and then, yeah. and then whatever. But then we were also just, like, spending a lot of time just reading books, hiking, yeah. reading books, not even like really talking to that many people. Of course, like with traveling normally, like I want to meet people all the time. And and towards the end of it, then we started becoming much more social um, with other van people or RV people or strangers and, you know, whatever. But for a lot of it, it was the point was to not have any stories for a minute, you know, and just like find my priorities, use my planner, actually meditate. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, it sounds super healthy, right? Like, I feel like there's a lot of pressure whenever you travel or whenever you're just, like, out doing anything to have a narrative to it mm-hmm. and to have a story to tell about it. And I don't think a lot of people can enjoy experiences without thinking about how they're going to tell somebody else about the experience, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, even if you're, you know, not doing a van life thing and you're just going to go trap, like, let's go on a hike today. I feel like a lot of people's idea of a hike is like, well, how am I going to tell people that it was a cool hike? Like, what elements am I going to add to this hike that make it cool instead of being like, I'm just going to go on a hike and (laughs) yeah, not think about it through like a... Yeah, whereas I just, yeah, I really wanted to simplify things down and... um, Whoa. (laughs) That just hit me funny um what the blunt yeah Yeah, i will say like probably the biggest like the like most clear um like area of growth like because it's like you know my priority for this van life is more spiritual (laughs) enlightenment than (laughs) stories um and i am now able to shit outside so good for you yeah thank you in the beginning of this how long did it take well, because it's like, you know, me with my shy bladder, it's already kind of a thing just to pee outside. So now I'm quite good at that, even though even before this, even peeing outside, yeah. I mean, I'd probably, I'd probably like squatted and peed five to 10 times in my entire life outside before this. So like, even that was its own just like, okay, we're at the point where we can just do this now, you know? Um, and then with pooping... It, because the first week, it's like, you know, if we have, there's always rest stops if you're moving and you can just yeah. wait until you do, you know. And so it wasn't until, you know, February where, okay, we leave California and now we're really out and about um, and staying <laughs> places for days at a time. So the first time, it was like the night before I, we had uh, gotten somewhat drunk and then we were in this like rocky place. And so I had angles I could squat at, you know, like hold myself up just so. Yeah, you had some like natural geography to help prop Mm -hmm. you up. So with the rock squatting sitch and the fact that we'd had alcohol to slush the butt tracks, you know. um, Was this the, this is the day after? The day after the drinking. Or were you hungover? A little bit, but the point is more just like, you know how the alcohol, it makes it easier to the next day. Yeah, 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 for sure. And maybe I was still a little bit drunk, who knows, you know. I don't think we got that drunk, just we'd had a significant enough amount of wine to help the poop flow. Yeah, because like for me, it's like, it's always easier the day after drinking, but if I'm hungover, I have a higher incentive to shit because I always feel better afterwards. Oh, for sure. So I was just like, if 
if you're hungover, that adds out. like another emotional like incentive to the whole process. Yeah, but sometimes the more I, I want something, the harder it is so to get it. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> there's such a, that a deep part of my unconscious uh, still loves wanting more than getting. You know, wanting more than anything really. Um, so I'm working on enjoying that as an existential kink, so that I can move on and actually have things sometimes. Um, but that's it. So okay. So I, it's easy enough for me to take a shit in that situation, and then, but then, like the next, uh, and then maybe we wind up having a a toilet for a couple days or something, and then the next day that I need to poop outside. I had not had anything to drink and there wasn't any terrain like that. And so I just went off and, you know, away so that no one would be around me. And I went off and I had privacy and I just couldn't do it. I just could not do it. Yeah. Now, at this point, we didn't have a shovel for until like April. <laughs> Someone so gifted us just, a shovel. So it was like you had to just like dig with your rock and maybe put rocks, on, you know, put some dirt and rocks on top, you know, make like a... Or like a stick <laughs> Like very primitive. Yeah, stick, you know, something. I don't even remember what all we did. Find some ravine you can kind of poop in where you can kick up... I have my twisted X's and I'm kicking up dust so that I can kick it back over. Yeah. The, okay, but the, so, but I haven't even got there yet because I'm, I'm like trying to squat and I just, I get to the point where I'm just in tears because I can't do this. I'm such a fucking loser mm. who just... You know, I'm such a child, and and what if I can never just do this? You know, and Aww. yeah, it's so easy. You know, the girl's so in touch with the earth and everything, and could, shitting outside. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if she can so, shit outside, why can't I? You know, like I. She's a natural, so um, a natural, you know, person really. So I come back, and I'm just like, you know, and it's it's like I know when I'm going to child mode too. That obviously. It, there's a hint of kink to this whole thing because you're like, oh, yeah. mommy's going to tell me it's okay that I can't poop outside and, you know, that I'll get there one day or whatever. <laughs> but I want to I want to prove I'm I, there now. But, yeah, and, and exactly. And I'm frustrated and, and embarrassed and just, I'm so stupid. And so then, <laughs> you know, the girl's like, there, there, there. <laughs> You'll be able to poop outside one day, I'm sure. But why don't we... Why don't we get you one of those little toilets, those little seats that you can poop through? So we got me a little. That's that's so cute. <laughs> so I got me a little a little <laughs> toilet seat um, from you know one of those stores. It's and like a training potty. This is so little. Kind of yeah. This is that you got a little training potty. Yeah. So <laughs> so <laughs> we got the toilet, and you know that comes with bags in case there's a place where you need to like actually like not poop outside because there's rules or something, just situations. Um, but we never use the bags. We just like I just use it so that I because so that I could sit. It's more comfortable. And lo and behold, I'm sitting when I'm sitting in privacy in like my car heart and, and like a bunch of layers because it's cold at this point everywhere <laughs> we are. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, I'm sitting there, and it is easier for me to poop. And I, I'm able to do it. And so I come back all proud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I did, I did. <laughs> and, um, and anyway, so for a while I was using the toilet. And then, but, you know, one day, and this just gonna happen naturally. I, I didn't even really <laughs> think about it. But I just wound up kind of taking the toilet over and putting the cutting board on it and like chopping vegetables for dinner and then we just realized we could use it as like a little table because it's like everything in Bandlamp has to have two purposes you know we lived in a yeah a, a 2010 Ford Transit Connect so it's um you know so <laughs> we wound up using it and so we would call it like Toilet Taco Tuesdays <laughs> which just was our toilet table 
every night from then on. But it was, you know, because not I, I would clean it, but also it's a, it's a nothing but net situation, if you will. You yeah, know what I mean? You're, you're not, not really like getting splattering poop. the top of the it's toilet. Not, and and if, in a day, are, if it was gone. even possible that something splattered, I definitely cleaned extra. But you know what I mean? It was really <laughs> like a very clean, strangely clean situation. So. I just love. I I don't know if you were camping around people or not, but I love the idea of mostly like, not in the beginning. Pe- people just seeing you hiking away with your. Toilet. I oh every time every time I could every time we were anywhere near people oh I I always was just like God damn it <laughs> there she, there she <sighs> I would wait I would try to not be seen but we usually were away from other people but occasionally I was like uh, or just like a roll of toilet paper even is enough but with your car heart you can cover that up and then people don't necessarily know well, what it is I mean walking with a roll of toilet paper seems reasonable like yeah you gotta everyone's gotta I go shit you gotta go toilet. take a piss whatever but like you know you're like hiking away with like a toilet seat where it's just like you don't have to know what's going on to know that's like she needs that. Like she can't. Like she can't. Go what if I just it. like it? What if it's just nicer when I read my books? Yeah. Um, no. I'm. I think that's fine. You know, maybe if but you I just want like to. that visual image. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I know. Well, I'm afraid RV of losing my wild now that I'm back in civilization. We need to be all pooping outside more, probably just to stay in shape. And it's good for squatting. Okay, I mean, so I think eventually, we need to I got squat to that point. To shit. It'd be, it's yeah. just so much better. Just so much better for you. And so I did one day. I don't remember what. Oh, I think I was. I, it just. I think I just had faith one day <laughs> that I might be able to, or no, I went off to pee maybe. No, cause I, I but I would have had toilet paper with me. So, uh, Oh, I just, I brought the toilet with me. That's right. And I thought I was going to use it. But then when I was peeing, I was just like, you know what? I think I could poop too. Wait, so and you then, would pee first, then put the toilet down and then poop with it? Well, yeah, because I, so the, like the you, peeing would definitely splash around. So it's easier to squat and pee. Okay. And then a lot, so it's, sometimes, you know, you have to pee first, you have to poop first, but you want to be able to pee after you poop because peeing is nature's bidet, of course. And so, you, but you don't want to splash the poop. So it's like this whole... I don't know what most people do. It's a real ballet. Do, but it, it was, thank you. It's a real ballet, at least for me. Maybe I'm different um, or don't have as much practice. But anyway, I've, I'm okay. I think I'm like, But I was able to eventually start. So from then on, I was really able. I just never used the toilet seat again. Um, and then strangely, we stopped using it as a table as much. I don't know why. <laughs> it's like food it's not, lost its flavor. It's, no, it's you just know, like it just you don't bother to same. pull things out anymore. <laughs> if if I had used it for the morning, then it would have been out. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous vagina person. And we're the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to get in contact with us or follow us, you can find us on Instagram at genderfluidspodcast. On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Patreon under genderfluids. Enjoy the episode, y'all. <laughs> but anyway... Um, yeah, so now I can poop outside, or at least I hope I still can. Again, it's been I've been like two weeks, like in polite society again, where I'm using people's toilets. And Has it been easier to poop inside? Also, I would. I think I think it's easier for me to pee and poop now. I think some of my shy bladder and colon 
is also better. I mean, when you're outside, even if no one's watching you, it can kind of feel like someone's always watching you, totally. right? So like you're Which kind of always nice, pissing in front of somebody. You want yeah. it to be where you're like pretty darn sure no one can see you or hear you, but they might be. For yeah. a lot, you know what I mean? For like singing or dancing alone too. Same. The fantasy, yeah, same with shitting for whatever reason. Or having sex. Like, hopefully no one's watching <laughs> us, right? But but if they are. You never know. <laughs> People have telescopes. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like jerking off in a hotel room this weekend because I was in New Orleans. Uh, and like. <laughs> Does anyone it, ever not come in a hotel room? You know, one way know. or another. It's you a have waste to come of a hotel, hotel room. room. Yeah. It's like I got to get off at weird. least once. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, my window was kind of like the curtains weren't fully drawn. And there was a hotel like a, directly across the street. And I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah. You never know. Mm. <laughs> You got to bring your telescope so that because look, hope the other person's hoping that you're looking just like you're hoping. So it's kind of like the yeah. the Bill and Ted thing. You got to do it so that it might happen to you. Just do it every just for a second. Just for a minute. You, you got to but it's like checking Is it illegal it? to like use a telescope to look into a hotel? You I know don't what I mean? Know if people have their curtain necessarily open, is that illegal? just Yeah. It's definitely going to look awkward when you check into the hotel with what is clearly a <laughs> telescope in a case. Just, you can hide that in a different case. <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking you're getting one of those big ass astronomy Pops. telescopes that you can like fucking like yeah. so you can zoom in because it's like I don't want to just no you have to have just a little one that's like not that like good. a spyglass like yeah a sp- just for fun this isn't a serious operation this is just like for the this little okay. hint of maybe someone might kind of look at me for a second so I should put that out there in the universe I'm gonna maybe kind of look at someone like reading someone's diary like like reading yeah one sentence of someone's diary. you got to put that energy out in the world so you can get it back later. Right, we all get to read one sentence, right? One random <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I feel like that's fair. Unlike I'm, my first ex-wife who read all of my diaries. What, really? Or at least three of them. Because she, remember, you know, she quoted to me from them. Yeah. While having so punishment fucked. sex with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she wrote little notes. <laughs> I love that she wrote little notes calling me crazy and stuff. <laughs> In my diary. That's so fun. That's wild. That's I would good... be fucking livid. I was, except that it was also like, okay, I really hurt you and lied to you emotionally. Like, fair's fair, I guess. It's like our relationship already over. At least you're acknowledging that it's fucking over if you're, you're like, doing this. Like, we could never, we could, obvi- <laughs> we could obviously never come back from this. So stop <laughs> trying to suggest that we should maybe still be married or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, yeah, good. Thank you. Damn. And this like, is the best sex we've ever had where you're <laughs> attempting to punish me for being emotionally dishonest. That's just so fun. Who, How often do people get to get fucked with hatred because they've now read your diaries and have realized how... <laughs> different of a world you both had been really living in. I mean, yeah, that seems... That goes deep. You can't replicate that. You can't... I tell you about the time in the... In the four-story beach house, um, like a, like a day or two, maybe the night we got married. Um, <laughs> <laughs> always, it all blurs together. I always forget. No, but it was the night we got married. But I always forget. But it, okay, I was okay. So oh there was God. a sound system where all the speakers were like playing. Yeah. In the in every room, and so I remember at one point my ex-wife. Um, like intuited that something was wrong and so she was upset with me but she couldn't really find a reason why so she was digging around for things 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, because of that, it was easy to lawyer around in the way that I, you know, def- deflected her fears. Um, and then the song, You Know I'm No Good, Amy Winehouse came on. Yeah. The <laughs> and I wind up like seducing her in order to comfort her. <laughs> That we still good. <laughs> I, like pretty sexily, like <laughs> lap dancing her down to bed to the song. Kind of anyway. Um, <laughs> I was just telling a story the other day, and I kind of forgotten about this moment. But <laughs> might be the night we got married. Epic, not quite. sure. It was definitely the night. It was our wedding night. Um, Anyway, <laughs> uh, are you sure you're fine? Yeah, totally. Well, my <laughs> friends the other day who were like LOLs, um, late onset lesbians, they were uh, asking me about like if I had good lesbian stories. And so at first I told them about like when my first girlfriend and I got together, you know, my Mormon teenage girl and girl sex. And then I was like, oh, I guess I have one more. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the divorce stuff. I mean, no one can claim I wasn't entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some good parties, my weddings. Anyway. Uh. <laughs> oh. So what's In new here. with you? <laughs> I've been gone for what, like six, seven months? I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry. I'm just like astonished we went from... I can poop outside now. To well, I can well, it brought up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the pooping sagas, um, but I do feel like much more actualized as a person. Yeah, because of the peeing and pooping, they're just like such concrete things. Where I'm like, this was a real struggle before, and I think that I have leveled up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes life legit feels like a video game yeah. to me where I'm like, you know, I, I built New my character a certain way at the beginning yeah. and like, yeah, I might have rolled low in some places and like didn't have exactly what I needed. <laughs> I might have like leveled up in some areas well, too much for too long. Yeah. Like, every it's, now and then you put effort into like a certain little thing in your life and then you like get a return on it where you're like, oh, hey, look, like I uh, feel like I leveled up there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely am better at the pooping outside set of skills i've unlocked mm-hmm. a new skill branch mm-hmm. now right like skill there's, branch, all, there's the a lot of skill branch yeah there's a lot of associated skills uh-huh. right where it's like well there's i have some new options now based yeah. on what i've learned maybe i could poop in a jar and do something with my poop yeah now that wouldn't have been much of an option before you know anal's a whole new game now right if you're camping outside you need to shit somewhere if you're trying if you're being tracked and you're trying to like lose an enemy maybe you like shit and like run the opposite yeah or something like that yeah in the like global financial <laughs> meltdown kind of zombie-esque apocalypse that we're all about to go through probably <laughs> this really might come up so i am more prepared for the you know what we call the zombie apocalypse if whatever you have it's actually literally like. no tools but you got to fight you got to shit in your hand to like that throw will, somebody <laughs> that can deter some people if you're willing to throw your shit at them you always you should be prepared to throw your shit at people women have to fight dirty you know it also allows you to more readily use the defense i'm going to shit myself 
Like if you like, you know, if someone's yeah. like not gonna give you your way and you want to throw your tantrum, it's like, look, if you I don't give me the last taco, me. I will fucking <laughs> shit myself. If you don't think I won't shit myself right now, I will ruin yeah, this fucking I dinner party. I still don't think I'm gonna be doing that. I just think <laughs> yeah, that's but off the you table. don't have to. Yeah, like you don't have to dump a skill point into that now, but it okay. is an option, okay. right? Yeah, it's you know? one. Of, it's on the skill tree. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> and it's not gray anymore. <laughs> okay well so yes i have opened up some skill branches and (laughs) i (laughs) feel much more uh evolved as a person what about you have you leveled up any uh i i guess i have yeah what have i done I so I decided I stopped taking half like half of my dose of spironolactone. Is that the tea blocker or the yeah the tea blocker spironolactone? Okay, so you're letting more of the testosterone flourish in your mind. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to get boners more easily. Yeah, and it's just like way better. Mm-hmm. You know, when I don't have to worry about getting hard and I can just get hard. It's like tight. Mm-hmm. And it's still like within like acceptable levels, right? So it's like I'm just like tweaking the gauges a little bit, mm-hmm. and so it's been a lot of fun. Uh, been enjoying it. Forgot what it felt like just to like have a hard dick a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Not as big of a fan when I don't want it around. Like sometimes I am like, damn, it just feels weird to have like a meaty cock. Like not a thing I'm a big fan of. But like mm-hmm. when I want to use it, then it's more advantageous yeah i mean so you can just kind of take or you can decide how much of this medicine to take um and then just determine kind of how bonery you're gonna be more or less but it's better to keep it in a a consistent like level yeah like that day or no it's like it's like it's like a pretty slow up and down like if i changed it yeah so like a dj Yeah. So that's been fun. But it's also helped. So, like, I started taking Prozac, which has been wild. And this is the first time you've ever taken Prozac? Yeah. Okay. How much? I don't know. I don't know what the dosage is. Okay. And the lady is just like, here's that Prozac. I'm like, tight. (laughs) You don't look at the drugs you. I forgot. I mean, I looked at one point, but I don't remember. (laughs) Okay. Well, let me know. I'm curious yeah. how much Prozac they have you on. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been taking think, it now? Like I'm in. I'm like three weeks in. Okay, so, so. you're right at the like actually noticing. The yeah, shit's starting to kick in. Things. Like this is like just like a yeah the first week where Did it's you ever really have been a moment hitting. where you just feel like oh my god everything's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's been trippy. It's been wild where I'm like <clears throat> like that blunt's really hitting me like. Drinking and like smoking are and like coming are all fundamentally different now. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I feel like I all of them are more intense. Uh, and like, uh, I don't know, like I feel the effects of like actually drinking and like actually smoking now, right? Like before, I felt yeah. like I was so in my head, I didn't like feel like the physical effects like being intoxicated as much Hmm. but then like now i definitely feel it in my body first and then my mind and so i like drink and smoke less it's and it's like harder to come but that's like why i'm kind of like 
tweaking the testosterone, testosterone. thing. True, it's, it's like, like we should all just like take varying amounts of testosterone and Prozac and or, <laughs> and or testosterone inhibitor and Prozac. And like an once a week estrogen shot. How horny, know? how happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, because serotonin, you know, so Prozac will increase your serotonin um, and your serotonin to dopamine ratio has a lot to do with your sex drive from what we can tell. And so if you have high serotonin to dopamine, you're probably not going to be very horny or as easily able to come. Um, but of course, dopamine is also like a very pleasure uh, related hormone. So like you want to be able to have that. But then if your serotonin level is too low, then we get all yeah. this like ennui and stuff. Or <laughs> so we want less ennui anymore. <laughs> it's, yeah, so it's just a constant balance of yeah. how we want to feel. But I don't know. I mean, it's been going pretty good for me recently. For a while it wasn't, but like that's the biggest change for me. Pooping outside seems like a more fundamentally life-changing thing maybe. Have you ever done orgasmic meditation? No. But you know, like you hear about it all the time, right? Like people talk about. I haven't heard about orgasmic meditation in a long time. No. Oh. I feel like um, that or the thing where you're flicking a girl's clit forever or something tantric something I mean, what are people doing <clears throat> i've heard i mean i know all these there's like all these like tantric people who are real into yeah. tantric sex or whatever where it's like about you know just fucking for a long time and like you know holding yourself in like different states of like pleasure or like or semi-orgasmic yeah. or whatever like i'm just yeah. gonna be like right on the edge for a long time or maybe i'm gonna be like just like not real close but like working on one spot and we're just like moving together and breathing together and yeah that type of shit like yeah so yeah people are doing that kind of stuff <laughs> i mean i mean i i yeah people are doing that kind of stuff i think people have been doing that kind of stuff for a long time yeah i just think that you know a lot of the people that i know that are really uh into doing that kind of stuff and very vocal about doing that kind of stuff i'm just like mm, it's a vibe it's like you're always like it's a, uh you just can't like not talk about this right yeah. like you know it's like when someone's have you ever met like been at a party or some shit and you met somebody who's just like really into tantras they're just uh -huh. like hello hey nice yeah they bring up tantra you. you can't bring up tantra that early or yeah. tantra or whatever <laughs> i was saying tantra or tantra i feel like They've always got, both. but it's like that one time when you were like, you were at some like poly couple's house in a hot tub and you were like, you could tell that, that this was like a place where it was like, yeah, you just like people just fuck in this hot tub. Like, yeah. like, and there was this like weird, like, are we going to fuck uh -huh. energy? And it's like, you're like, no, we're not. No. Like, we're not, <laughs> we're not going to fuck. Right. But it's uh -huh. just like tantra people have that same but similar yeah. vibe right where it's just like they might not be trying to fuck you because they might not be poly but they like can't help but like it just exude this like yeah i just like fucking mm -hmm. i think they're usually trying to fuck yeah, yeah. um well yeah a lot of people well, are trying been, to fuck you've been getting into some van tantra no, I just feel like these Van Tantra would be a good drag queen, Claude Van Damme, Tantra sex, drag queen personality. There's a lot of layers, but that's what you got to do to be be a star these days. Um, I feel like it just keeps coming up. But so is orgasmic meditation and 
tantric what is it? stuff Are you just the like same? fucking like meditating on your orgasms or like See, or meditating thought, to orgasm i feel like i thought that orgasmic meditation was like yeah like where you think yourself th- think yourself into it but that's then tight some yeah jedi shit. i think that's really i feel because i feel like i could maybe do it if i really did spend the time and concentrated but um i feel like but i've I think been really close to doing that yeah. like for me like early in the mornings when I just come out of like sleep and I'm like laying there and I just kind of like focus on my body and drift like off into my mind and Mm -hmm. just focus on like pure sensation. Sometimes I feel like I get really close to coming. Yeah. I definitely, you know, me and my anal orgasms and how I, they're so mental. So like it's, yeah, I've pretty much done nothing with my body. I've been pretty close to doing nothing with my body before and doing it. So I feel like I could, but um, but I think that it's just somebody flicks your clit forever while you think about that or whatever. But I, it's just like a one singular motion. Ah, so you God. like focus. Yeah, in. I don't that even like when someone like strokes torture. my arm. That sounds you know, fucking bad. people think they're comforting you and they do a little thumb stroke. Does anybody like a thumb stroke on where? Like on I your, don't know. On, it's just uh, any repetitive thing oh, like on that. On the arm? No. It just never. I just feel like no one likes it, and yet we all have this impulse to stroke each other comfortingly. We have well, to all stop. I, what I've done, I've I do like uh, it. Would, it's mostly with Alexis. I'm not just stroking. M- random people <laughs> but like you know i do like a hand and i do like uh kind of just like a move back and forth you gotta mix palm. it up well just Maybe. Uh, have it be about the pressure yeah a little right? pressure but yeah. change things mix it up with different things with your finger but the, yeah the thumb stroking just back and forth in one spot over and is over like and over and over you're trying and over to burn my skin uh, burn my soul the chalkboard nail in myself yeah um, but then you can't tell people cause there's this whole moment going on where everyone's being all emotional and so oh, no, I tell people, I sometimes do, but it depends cause sometimes I also will people be, are crying and just not oh, the right yeah, time. It's true. <laughs> so like it's four like, women are all relating so in a room like, and someone's stroking you you're, and, you're, and like, you're like, Hey, so actually can you not, <laughs> they're being so vulnerable to like hold you while this whole thing is happening. You know? Yeah, exactly. It's like, tell them next time. <laughs> It's not worth my comfort <laughs> this moment. But then I start thinking, then it takes me out of the emo- moment where I was being with them and present in all of our emotions. And now I'm thinking about that. So then I start cracking <laughs> jokes about how, I, you know, these women should smell each other a little or whatever, you know, in my own head, but I'm not. I'm usually like pretty that. quick to like, I'll just like grab someone's hand then, right? Yeah. And like hold it. So it's like, stops. I try to do that, but yeah. you try to do it in a, I don't know. Anyhow. Oh, emotions. I try to take them seriously, but then at some point I just start to have a clinical, okay, good. We're getting through this whole emotional experience so we can move on. (laughs) All right. I'm going to spend the first 40% of this telling you you're valid and really being here with your emotions. I'm going to spend the next 60% of this doing what needs to be done Mm -hmm. to get us out of it. Mm -hmm. Yum. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, that's I don't know. We should look up orgasmic meditation though. I just have been making this all up from my horrible memory. So like, let's not trust me <laughs> to have not made it all. Okay, uh, O M, as it is called, um. is as its loving uh, orgasmic meditation or Om as its loving loyal community members call it loving, loyal community members, call it, is a unique wellness practice that combines mindfulness, touching, and pleasure. For the uninitiated, it's a partnered experience of stroking around the clitoris for 15 minutes with only one goal, let go and feel. 
The stroking is meant to happen in an incredibly specific way. On the upper left quadrant of the clitoris in an up-down motion, no firmer than you would stroke an eyelid. Okay, hold on. Well, that's... Okay, oh, okay that's a bad thing, because I would stroke an eyelid pretty fucking hard. I've got on, some shit allergies. On, yeah, I go well, to town on else's eyelid. Your eyelid, too. I know what an eyelid can take. You know what an <laughs> eyelid can take, yeah. A lot of people haven't really tested out these eyelids, but they're pretty sturdy. Durable, you know, they're pretty durable, yeah. yeah you know, because you can really trip out if you push into your yeah. eyes like that. I used to do those a time as a kid, um, so... It's true. Eyelids can take more than we. You know, people but get punched in the I don't know what's eye, better or right? worse. Like, are we going to do too hard or this thing with eyelid? If they want us to go real gentle, that might be like the worst thing possible. I, it's done usually by male partners wearing latex gloves dipped or coated in lube. There is no stroking in male genitalia. That's why with the rate. Okay, this method began by began making its way into public conversation after the New York Times wrote a profile. So what do they do with trans women? Is <laughs> <laughs> there's this rule? Have we have they sued yet? Have they partnered with the ACLU to sue the orgasmic Where medication? Where are you reading this from? Healthline.com. Oh, it doesn't this is even probably seem... some like sponsor content bullshit. It, like... I mean, they're very they call them loving loyal members. It's like, is this journalism? What is this? Yeah. Loving loyal members. There is okay. This method began making its way into public conversation after the New York Times wrote a profile on One Taste, the first ever. Oh, One Taste! It's the cult guy that the girl and I met on the poly boat last summer. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, we were with our <laughs> naked friends, or she was. I think I was. I had a show or something, and uh, and. So, I, don't, I guess I'd met him before. Who knows? Anyway, oh, and on Halloween. Anyway, so then we go to his place, and he's like this one-touch guy. And they start a chapter here because there's another one. Cult thing? It's a cult thing. Oh yeah, he had like a young girlfriend, and then they invited. We could come back anytime, three a.m. You know, Tuesdays. You know, you, you know, anytime <laughs> you want. There's always a room for you. There's food in the pantry. It's yeah. Because they met the girl, because the girl was naked, so he's like, "Oh, a beautiful young woman. Oh, <laughs> would you like to come over?" And then he had to sign this thing. But you, you were on his boat. No, it was like a friend of ours has like a boat membership, and so oh, you know okay. you just go out um, and meet random people who like getting naked at wherever. And so, <laughs> so then we, he has us sign this thing in the it, when we get there, and it's basically like. Hey, anyone here might take off any amount of clothes at any time, and we'll all be okay with that. And, you know, people might want to touch each other, but they'll always ask for consent. As, as far as I remember, that's basically what it said in in a lot more words. And <laughs> and so we were just like, yeah, sure, whatever, dude, you know, that's, that's always fine, you know, in life to me. Um, no one got naked except for, like, at one point toward the end of the evening, he just, like, was like it's hot in here and took off all his clothes except for his boxers and but it was like well, he said it's hot in here yeah because you have the heat up <laughs> to like 80 or something you know it was like you know um anyway so and he had a fire going so uh yeah he was just a little weird and i feel like i forget even most of what happened there but it was you know we just left that going right cult yeah, like okay, cool. Anyway, so I forgot that's what this guy is. Is he's um he's one touch. He's the one touch or a one taste, I guess. Or but 
but this he's like the Austin chapter. One touch sounds like a like a boy band. One touch. What, what is one taste again? Though? <laughs> one taste is what Michael Jackson would want them <laughs> to be. I like okay. <laughs> Whether or not you think Michael Jackson really <laughs> did anything or whatever, do you know what I mean when I say the Michael Jackson years? Like in reference to like a pedophile's taste and oh, never mind but this whole thing. But you know what I mean? Like if you're talking about like ages. He's probably one of the Michael Jackson pedophiles. Like, yeah, you like know, eleven you to thirteen. Yeah. Kinda. You know, it's at nine to thirteen, but eleven to thirteen is when he's really like going there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the, Mike, the Michael because the because what's the other one? Um as opposed to the Woody Allen. The Woody Allen. So what <laughs> like the, what was like it? Like six? The sixes. Six, yeah. So Woody Allen years are like six like to nine. Five. five to nine. Okay. Woody Allen years are five to nine. Um who's the singer who liked the the middle school? R. R. Kelly, right? Wasn't he? No, that was like didn't he just like piss on the fifteen? Oh wait, one? yeah. R. Kelly was peeing on people. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. No, I think it, I no. Think it was like, R. Kelly. He was like cruising around. Did you not watch that documentary? He was like cruising around the middle school. No. But he liked the ones who are like thirteen plus, but where they've gone through puberty. The ones who like go through puberty early, really, like and get the big boobs and butt, but they're still dumb. You know, you know, mm. just because they're young. No offense yeah. to them, but just he, he's he's like, like, whoa, those are I like to fuck those. They're easy. <laughs> <laughs> they're women, but they're too stupid not to fuck me. You know. Um, and so that's 13 to like 16 ish, I would say, the R. Kelly. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, now that we've, <laughs> right? Like, this is, the, this, a, this is these men's punishment. It's a good way to like make a easy snap judgment about somebody, right? Where you're like, yeah, they look like they're in the R. Kelly kind of years. <laughs> I think I feel like they're yeah. like, yeah. Like, I don't know how old the kid is, but kind of, you know, R. Kelly years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 or you know also just like you know it's like that guy seems like one of those woody allen you know because yeah. we just yeah we you know which if we can work that in the public of, lexicon that's a great I think it's good punishment. punishment or maybe they'd be honored and it's just like yeah. us, you know <laughs> we can't, <laughs> can't do anything can't right do anything. these pedophiles are proud oh <laughs> pedophilia pride event i would oh my god it would be hilarious or just like people who are like sociopathically like they're bad people and they just yeah. don't care that they they get off on the idea of that woody allen's like yeah i'm kind of a social pria ish but still not even that much really considering <laughs> like i got away with all this like you know maybe he just masturbates every night thinking about what he's gotten away with yeah i can see that happening i don't even think he really i don't even know how much of a pedophile he really is like i don't think he th thinks about six-year-olds all the time or is like has been on those islands like fucking a bunch of six-year-olds i think he just wanted to get away with it the once like winona Ryder has that impulse you know what i mean like <laughs> to you know like he, she didn't need to steal and he didn't yeah. need to he didn't need to he just wanted to get away with it yeah he wanted he wanted to scratch that itch and get away with it i think and that's like way worse than these poor people who like are just attracted to children and they hate themselves and they're struggling with it what alan just did it just to piss on us all because <laughs> he's so much smarter than we are and he's kind of right he's so smart and funny you know and it's like he's just like fuck you i'm gonna get away with fucking a kid my kid when i ordered when i was like why don't you adopt that one <laughs> 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 that well, I, I, I like, like, I like, I like how you gave him a Michael Jackson voice. <laughs> 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 Didn't even try and do a Woody Allen voice. He just went straight for Michael Jackson. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> they're all the same. It just blends together. Uh, they're all the same to me. <laughs> I mean, um, I still can't believe he fingered her fucking asshole. That's wild. <laughs> like that is some like what? Yeah, that's dude. like some fucking These pedophiles in their buttholes, man. It's like not just Michael Jackson. Just you know, like he wants to see their buttholes. He wants them to see his butthole or whatever. What are you on with the butt? It's because it's the most taboo thing. Well, the butthole is really the. The butthole's the true third eye, right? Like, well, the butthole's the window to your soul. It's the, it, like, the most like, vulnerable place on But you also, it's like, you know, think, like, you know, there's a, t- a hole going all the way through you. Your <laughs> mouth is one and your ass is the other end of it. Yeah. Like, it's equally as valuable, fucking, right? Yeah, we're worms. Yeah, you know, and I, I, I do think that's what it is. So it's telling that it's the butthole. It's very butthole centric, yeah. these, these pedophiles people, because it's, because it's, it's taboo. And so it's not just that they are like in love with kids. It's like they are fascinated with that taboo and they have to press that button, you know. That brown button. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that cute little brown button. Anyway, that's what I think, uh, you know, is going on with Woody Allen. But what if, he, I mean, because there's no accusations even that he like has molested a bunch of other kids. And we like with the Epstein thing, we would have there would have been yeah right. No one's like he was Bill Clinton and Woody Allen were friends. I mean, yeah, I think he just did it because it's like I don't know. You say like I mean, I don't. I think he's just too much of a bitch to have fucked other kids, right? Yeah. I think he's a pedophile and like wants to like fuck kids all the time. I don't think it was just yeah. the one. I think it was just like he's a little puss, and so like, he found so his he one found moment the safest to do moment it. Moment he yeah. could do it. You're right, and and he does want to fuck kids. Yeah. Just because it's like, you know, like you don't get like, you're right. Like he fucking ordered her. Yeah. He right? ordered her and did it. And he was like, maybe, and maybe he thought like, if I can just do it once, you know, then I can, I'll be okay. Be done with it. And and instead he's like, no, now I have to live with knowing that I want to do that more. Knowing that I've hurt this person, knowing that a lot of people wonder about me and think that, you know, like maybe his life has really sucked. And maybe that's the funniest thing of all. so. I think he well, he's fine. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what it's like, you know, for him when he puts his head on the pillow. I don't know. It's true. Oh man, they've added a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time we come back here there's more new ones. So it's hard to even figure out what letter you're on. So we were on, we we had just finished M, but like. This the, is M edition number two? Yeah, because. Coming M's. Because I remember us doing Magi Gender yeah. a, and Mar Fluid, but like. A bunch of them are new? Yeah, like there's Maverick, Min, <laughs> Min Gender. Or like Sarah Palin Gender. Multiflux, Muse Gender, Muto Gender. Mukes. Mukes. I think Gender. Gender was there. Not that I remember what any of these fucking things were, but. <laughs> yeah, and then Mahu Gender. Well, yeah, okay. Let's see which ones are new then. So, like, I know. Did we do Mar Gender or Mar, Mar fluid? fluid? I don't remember Mar Fluid. I don't either. I don't remember that little pleasing Indian paintbrush flag thing over there either. <laughs> this would be a great, like, color palette for, like, a, you know, swimsuit cover up.
That's, yeah, that's nice. Um, Mar fluid is a pocket gender type of gender fluid where a person is gender fluid, but either mostly or only for masculine genders. Aww. The term was based off the planet Mars with its yeah. gendered associations and the fluid suffix to describe the variation inherent. Yeah. Venu fluid and <laughs> E fluid are respectively the feminine and non-binary versions of this e term. E fluid? E-A. Oh, a fluid, Ooh, fluid. A, a fluid, yeah, or whatever, like the A and demon. What do you call that thing? The A E thing? I don't know. The faggoty little A E yeah. thing. <laughs> that little, I, I honestly just fucking <laughs> shoot from faggy, the hip every time. <laughs> yeah, A E thing that people it's pretty do. Appropriate that that's the <laughs> start of that identity. Thing. Anyone who actually would identify as non-binary, even non-binary. like the only time I can know how to pronounce it is like if it's something from Lord of the Rings. But that's because like mm. he specifically wrote out rules on how to know when uh-huh. to pronounce like the. The difference is right, and so like I can do that. So every time I see, I'm almost like, yeah. should spell my name A E thingy R I E L L E instead. <laughs> Change all the E's in my name to the A E thing. <laughs> um, the top six uh, in the flag, the top six stripes and variations of blue represent fluctuating masculinity, uh-huh. and the three red brown stripes at the bottom represent the surface of Mars. It's adorable. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it one thumbs up because it is a very pleasing color palette. Represent the surface. They just sort of, I think they started with the color palette and they worked their way from there. <laughs> yeah. And that's fine, but just be honest. <laughs> oh my god, Mars. Mar fluid. I just I don't like the Mar it kind of sounds like Marge. Eh. Yeah, it's and not a very like pleasing it's sound. Not cute. Yeah. Mar fluid. Ugh. If you said it with like a French accent, it Mar- could be the Mifflu. <laughs> 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 yeah. Mifflu. Oh. Okay. Um. Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Someone has added Maverick and it's it yellow. It sounds like stripe, you're fucking a French stripe, twink. Yeah. Um, this it's like candy corn choice. colors. Candy corn. That's what that is. Yeah. Candy corn. Okay. This is kind of. All right. Let's hear it out. Uh, Maverick pronounced Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Yeah, M A V R E E K. Okay, Maverick. I think, <laughs> I think they want us to say Maverick. Maverick is a specific non-binary gender. Is a specific non-binary gender identity characterized by autonomy and the inner conviction oh regarding a sense of self that is entirely independent from masculinity (laughs) yeah femininity or anything which derives from the two while still being neither without still being neither without gender nor of a neutral gender well that is sorry it's this is really let me run back through that that is wild sounds like me (laughs) characterized by autonomy and an inner conviction regarding a sense of self that is entirely independent of male slash masculinity female slash femininity or anything which derives from the two while still being neither without gender nor while still being neither without gender nor of a neutral gender so you're neither without gender or of a neutral gender. Yeah, this is kind of like my thing of now I identify as demi-binary. <laughs> Which I can't believe hasn't been taken. But I was inspired by Demi Lovato, who didn't even think of it herself, the dumb bitch. but Or themself, uh, the dumb bitch. But... <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, uh, yeah, no, uh, they didn't even take it. It's such low-hanging fruit for them. Demi binary. How come yeah. we're not doing that? I'm both. I'm half binary and half non-binary. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I just gotta think of which what colors I'm gonna pick before they're all taken. <laughs> <laughs> Which Asperger'sy little flag? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to get a good flag design, you know. Uh-huh. Um, Mavlik is not close to a female or male gender, and is not like a mix of them. The identity goes beyond the entire scope of the gender binary or any identities within mm-hmm. and outside of it. It is independent of the entire concept of the gender binary, including other. O- including other non-binary identities that are derived from comparison with binary genders. Mm -hmm. It also isn't a lack of gender or an apathetic attitude about gender. Maverick is strictly a gender identity, not a gender expression. So, quote, how a Maverick person chooses to express and present themselves is entirely up to that individual. Maverick is not an umbrella term, but a specific gender identity. This is um, so like self-congratulatory gender. Yeah, this is like, but, uh, I am so fucking me. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, and I get it. I feel the same way. I am also a gender mevlik. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing your own thing with those colors, even though no one likes it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like candy you, corn. You, you accidentally went with candy corn. colors for Yeah, because you're such a maverick. And I get it, but you did accidentally <laughs> go with candy corn. So it's like, we all, we can't help it, you know? <laughs> We all want to be Mavericks, but only one of us really is. Okay, I'll stop. Um, what's <laughs> the history? In 2014, Vesper H. Queer Ass Cat. Queer Ass Cat. Queer, queer Ass Cat. Okay. Is Ascot spelled A-S-C-A-T? No. Okay, I didn't think so. A- it's an Ass Cat, yeah. But it's only... that's an internet thing. Yeah. Anywho, Queer Ass Cat created the word Mavlik to describe their own gender. The word comes from, quote, maverick, whoa, and the French suffix eek. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, good. We've been nailing it with the accent then. (laughs) Don't say. And can be used as a noun. Some mavericks or Uh an adjective. Some mavericks people. This is so great. Like, if we're really, you know, like in polite society, we're not supposed to say fag anymore. We can just call people (laughs) mavericks. Fucking mavericks over there. Oh, uh, God. Sorry, it took me so long to get here. I was, but I was behind a group of mavericks at Starbucks. <laughs> <and> they, <laughs> it took forever to uh, order. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Well, that's cute. I it, I don't understand how that's been around since 2014, but it just got here. I think this person is just like reading from their diary. <laughs> uh, like, oh, it was 2014 that I first wrote down <laughs> mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> What is the Pokemon ball thing going on? <laughs> People are suggesting symbols for Mavericks. What? A symbol? Yeah, I didn't know there was a comment oh, it's section. Like a, it's like most of a Pokeball, but the top right and left and bottom left corners are gone. And that would yeah. be the Maverick symbol? Because this person asked, is there a gender symbol for Maverick? I made one and hope it's accepted. What? And it looks like it's a circle <laughs> with a line. And then what I'm assuming they thought would be an infinity symbol, it but like it looks like balls. a propeller. <laughs> yeah, oh, it looks like little balls. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity balls. <laughs> oh God! Well, I don't know what that person meant that in, but I think they might have been kidding. 
But then someone, yeah, submitted like half a Pokeball. It's very strange. The Mavrique page on Gender Wiki. I love it. God, what a universe. <laughs> Do you want to do a sexual fetish? Do you have a thing? Yeah, I've I've got one. Okay. Um, seizure sex. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> well, it's just like you know. I was thinking about it. It's like you, if you're fucking somebody and then they have a seizure, that's got to be some pretty intense muscle spasms, you know. Especially if you're like inside somebody or like you know involved with them somehow like maybe you're riding on top of them or they you're, they've got a dildo on and they're inside you but they're having a seizure and like they twitch in a certain way it's like what if that's just your thing it's like the the way they twitch or like do whatever they do in that state is so good that i i can't come oh, any other way I so i immediately like, went to thinking of it as the person having the seizure and i was like ooh, would some of my consciousness like, oh be that's able the to- other side of it yeah, what's the hanky <laughs> for seizure bottom? <laughs> uh, I'm epileptic lines. and um, <laughs> I really want to do it. Like just you induce yeah. a seizure, right? And you're like, well, because I, I really, yeah. I don't know why I never asked my brother about like the consciousness. I think I did, but I don't remember him having a clear answer. I feel like he just kind of said it was, you kind of black out ish, you know, when you're yeah. having like, like a ground mal seizure. Um, and so it's like hard to know what you would get you know what i mean but it's like i'm i'm fascinated by that like if, if i had seizures i feel like you know my neuroscientific curiosity i would be like like trying to get fucked into having a seizure just to see what that you know if i could like get a, yeah. some kind of crazy psychedelic experience out of it i mean it would be some sort of like at least you know wild psychological experience right to be like present to have a seizure and then like yeah. if your partner just keeps fucking you through it you come would back you come out back the other side eventually fucked? yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah like that's gotta be the whole thing yeah <laughs> Yeah, bad if I ever get, you know, if I ever develop epilepsy or something, you know, I'm sure I will do these things. So that just seems pretty great. Um, yeah. It's just like, what if your fetish is to like cause someone to have a seizure? Yeah, totally. Like, well, exactly. That's super, you know, um, gratifying if you're like fucking in, them into having a neural storm you know like yeah and causing i mean hopefully they don't die on you because then that really sucks but what a thrill what a fucking russian roulette game you <laughs> playing it's super hot when i give you seizures but then i'm always like afraid you're gonna die <laughs> like the time my brother died anyway <laughs> well yeah i'm not sure i could participate too well in this. I think I would. <laughs> shoot myself in the head um, <laughs> watch the girl have seizures like I, I don't know I'm sure I would learn to get off on it if, if that were the reality but um, uh, yeah I'm just like hot. If, you, if you could be like these are for sure safe like safe you knew, seizures safe seizures where you're like no we're really not going to do like damn it neurological damage and you're not going to die um, then that's yeah who wouldn't want to do some seizure play yeah people are shocking their nipples fuck that shit let's i wonder if there's people who are into like seizure role play where it's just like you want to like be like spanked or beat or whatever until you you have a seizure and like that's your Uh uh-huh people speak in tongues they can do seizures yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you can induce kind of a seizure thing. Yeah. You can get into a seizure headspace. <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh-huh. I, I fucked this girl the other day. Uh, who I, I guess I'll have to come up with a name for her and ask her if I can even talk about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, she does this kind of seizure shake after yeah. fucking, like, just, like, you know, gets the shakes, like, from yeah. pleasure or whatever. And that's when I thought about it, because I was, like, it was really hot to watch her be, like, shaking, cause yeah. like, from, like, you know, such I good fucking, yeah. It's like, as much as But then it was, like, clap, seizures. Clap, clap. <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. yeah seizures yeah that's totally cool though because you know if you have epilepsy and then you can like play those put those lights to it'd be fun to be fucking someone with the strobe lights and then they're having seizure and at first you can't even really tell if they're having seizure because there's already the strobe lights <laughs> <laughs> we could like a whole <laughs> man yeah then be on shrooms. <laughs> See, I wish for my brother that I wish he had died that way. You know what I mean? Like on shrooms while fucking someone or getting fucked in yeah. a strobe light room instead of just for staying up too late, you know, on AOL and Messenger. <laughs> we all got victim of the times or whatever. I just, you know, that was that was what he was doing when he was staying up. Yeah, victim yeah. of the times. I'm sure AOL killed a number of people. Mm hmm. Could get together class action lawsuit. Yeah. Anyone else too addicted to talking to strangers, loved ones? Because remember on AOL, we didn't used to just talk to friends. It was like you would talk to your friends, but you'd also go to weird chat rooms and find people. And I was never like, on AOL. Oh, really? I did Hotmail. No, but like the, just the instant messenger? You never did the yeah, that, aim? That, that, no, it, it was like MSN. Like, oh, MS, yeah, but then did, you get the, the one that conglomerates them all so you can talk to all your friends on all the platforms. I didn't understand any of that at the time. I was like, like in bottom. I just knew that this is what all my friends had. And so that's what I had. It's true. A lot of those internet things were only like, like really did last for a few years. And that was a dynamic that was only a few years that we all were talking to each other like that. But it was, we all talked to each other a lot and like a lot of interesting combinations. And anyway, good old days of the internet are gone. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao.